Hi everybody, my name's Tony, and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. Today we're reviewing a thriller movie called Lone Wolf, directed by Jonathan Ogilvy. The movie stars Hugo Weaving as the minister in a futuristic Melbourne, Australia, who is persuaded by former police officer Kylie, played by Diana Glenn, to examine a series of security camera footage spying on the couple Winnie and Conrad, played by Tilden Common Harvey and Josh McConville. The couple lives and runs a bookshop in Melbourne, but are also involved in some political activism. So the movie follows their attempts to sabotage the upcoming G20 summit in their city, and the story is told from the perspective of security camera footages. Now, I... My impressions of this movie, it was visually, it was pretty interesting. I I like the creative decisions that they that uh, that the filmmakers took. In that, instead of being told through conventional camera work, we are looking at this movie through security camera lenses, and I I like that because it gives this sort of uh, voyeuristic kind of feel. In that we're that you know, we're us, the audiences, when we're watching this movie, we're just as guilty of espionage as the government is, and I find that actually pretty cool. And it harkens back to the device that was his name, Alfred Hitchcock, implemented in his movie Rear Window with Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly. So, in that movie, in that movie, um, James Stewart has broken his leg and he's confined to his house and so what he does all day is spy on these other other neighbors that uh, in his neighborhood and he uses his camera to do that he uses his massive camera lens to look at his neighbors and Hitchcock what he does is he uses he uses the lens like he at least he manipulates the camera to make it look like we are looking through the lens with Jimmy Stewart and I feel like Lone Wolf does something very similar to that in that effect and I like that because I think again because we're not supposed to be looking at people's personal lives you know we're not supposed to be you know spying on uh political activists and yet we're doing that and it's like it's very it has a sort of ironic voyeuristic quality to it and it's (laughs) it was really nice to see and also, I really liked what I really liked. Also, what was it? Just the just the fact that the different kind of uh, the different picture qualities that we get. So, yeah, I get it. It's like you know, when you look at different cameras, you get different uh, looks, different effects. You know, different visual uh, styles. So. In certain in certain scenes, especially when you look at um, the inside of the bookshop that Winnie and Conrad run, it's shot. I think it looks like it was shot on VHS tape, and I like that because I like I like that touch. And actually, it was done very well. Yeah, because I think looking at this one, it was it it was so convincing. It might actually be VHS tape. I don't know if it was shot on VHS tape. I have no idea. But I, but if it was, I think that would make, yeah, that would be super cool, because yeah, it looks super convincing, and also, also the fact is like just all these cameras 
everywhere. It's like, you know, they look rather innocuous. You know, it's like, oh, you're using security cameras to protect your shop, but um, they're also being used by the state to spy on people, which is rather creepy. And yeah, it's just at night, during night, when there's, you know, low light scenes, you know, they're like Winnie and Conrad are going to bed and they turn out the lights. And when they turn out the lights, the camera shifts to night vision. You know, that kind of stuff is super cool. You know? <laughs> and um, yeah, they also use, yeah, and they also, we also have footage from iPhone telephones and uh, yeah, other, uh, among other, other cameras. And I think like this sort of diversity of lenses and viewpoints and perspectives is what I really like about this movie. And sort of, again, going back to that voyeuristic kind of quality that it has. The actors in the movie were pretty good, if not excellent. So, let's start with uh, the big guy here, Hugo Weaving. I thought he was pretty good. Um, yeah, he's like this, I think he really nails the uh, kind of tough um superior kind of minister character where he's just, you know above everybody else and he's like he doesn't take any nonsense from anybody and it's like only when it's yeah you know, only when he sees any value out of anything will he do something in this case it's like he when he's presented by when officer Kylie comes in and she presents him with the security footage, and he's like, he's just doesn't, he, he's not really interested. He feels like he could do a lot of other things. There are better things to do than just watch security footage, but apparently he has to do it because you're the minister's protocol. And then he's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then by the end, second act, and he's watching this, the footage, and then halfway through the movie, he's like, okay, what am I watching here? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about, I'll talk more about this. Uh, a little further down the line, because th- just yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it later. But yeah, just the. And now I want to turn to Winnie and Conrad, who I thought they were pretty good characters, even though they didn't really leave. I mean, they did leave an impression. I bought they were believable. Um, Tilda Cobham Harvey is a really good actress in this movie. I feel like she just, she delivers on her role uh, really well. Um, I guess, yeah, I thought, I thought, um, I thought Winnie and Conrad were believable. Like, they're, they're, they're a real couple. They have, they have their moments, like, when they're, you know, um, when they're, sort of very close together there are moments when they're sort of just drifting apart and there are a lot of those moments but then it just yeah it's um so yeah Winnie and Conrad are pretty, pretty good in this movie Tilda Cobham and uh <coughs> excuse me so Tilda Cobham Harvey and um uh, Josh McConville are pretty good in this movie together. Like they work. And yeah. Otherwise, I feel here's the thing. Like I saw this movie, 
at the Adelaide Film Festival, and it was a pretty interesting experience. So Hugo Weaving was at the theatre where I went, and he came up from the audience and he told us about the movie and that it's based on this early 20th century um, thriller novel by Joseph Conrad and just, yeah, all the, all the things that they decided to do in the movie. Now, actually, I find it interesting that the character Conrad, who's Winnie's boyfriend, is called Conrad and the author of the original book was called Joseph Conrad. So... I'm not exactly sure if it was intentional or not. I'm guessing it's... I find it really hard not to believe it. It's, you know, not intentional. But the point I'm trying to make is, like, I find it very likely that it was sort of like an echo to the author, if you will, because the one of the main characters is Conrad and the author of the original book is called Conrad, Joseph Conrad. So, yeah, I like that. It's um pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. He's just... There's a lot there's a lot that goes through and goes on in this movie and yeah unfortunately yeah it just a lot of it just doesn't really like like there's a lot of good stuff in the movie but there's also a lot of bad stuff in there that's what I'm going to say and now is where we start to talk about the things that did not work now I mean, as cool as the movie looked, I did find it kind of stale. Okay, like, it wasn't... It wasn't necessarily, you know, action-packed. In fact, it was kind of, like, matter-of-fact. And just... There wasn't a lot... I feel like... I don't know what it was trying to... I wasn't sure what it was trying to do. But, it's like, for the first, like, half of the movie to maybe till the end of the third act, it's like, just... We're... Literally, just we're not really shown much other than just Winnie, Winnie and uh, Conrad, and Winnie's brother Stevie, just living their normal lives. And I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, it doesn't seem whatever, whatever things that seem suspicious. Just I don't feel like they're you know played up in the movie. In fact, it's it's rather boring. Like, almost nothing happens. It's like, whatever does happen, it's not played up. It's like, you know, it's like something happens. It's a matter of fact. It's like, what? Well, I just, I don't really, I never found myself kind of invested in the movie. In fact, to be honest, I, I kind of struggled through that portion of the movie until, uh, until the minister just stops the movie and he's like, okay, what am I looking at? Is this like a family drama? What is this? And to be honest, I'm I'm happy to concur with him. What is this? It's like, just, it's almost nothing. There's nothing incriminating. Like even, there's nothing incriminating. Even, even from the perspective of somebody like the minister, it's like, okay, well, what am I looking at? Just an ordinary couple living their normal lives. Like, what what is that? It, it was honestly it just it didn't it didn't really add much and if it's like one of those you know oh let's build their characters and show their daily lives and whatever well you I mean you can do that there are many people there uh, and movies that have done you know done these things in more interesting ways this movie just it takes too long and it's like okay well what are we doing 
what are we looking at? You know, it's like, it's just, it's almost like, you know, it's very boring The in that part of the movie. It does, however, get more interesting. You know, so it's not a complete loss. Um, I do, I did, however, like the, um, okay, eventually, eventually, though, later on, um, there's more action. The, um, so when Stevie is blown up, you know, because, um, there was a bomb. Okay, so it was then that they were trying to, so Conrad was trying to make a bomb, and, Unfortunately, the bomb is sensitive to the radiation that is coming from telephones. And so Winnie tries to call Stevie, but Stevie is next to the bomb and he ends up getting blown up. And that sends uh, Winnie into a shock and she just, yeah, she just totally loses it. And despite Conrad's best efforts, she ends up murdering him even as he was trying to comfort her and just trying to help her through what I what is really a difficult time. I mean, yeah, the movie I mean the movie makes it clear it is tough on everyone. Stevie's death. I mean, yeah, he's he's a kid with uh well he's he's a guy with uh intellectual disabilities and he's and as far as the, and usually these kinds of people tend to be very wholesome, you know, so just looking at what they you know, they're Stevie's interests and just what you know, just how he, just his daily life like just these people themselves tend to be very wholesome you know no matter what they do so I feel like yeah it's yeah it's totally kind of kind of tense when that happens but then what I find uh more conf- you know what I find just that really kind of raised more questions than gave answers or wrapped everything up is the ending. It's like, okay, wait. So, Officer Kylie suddenly stages a coup against her minister and tries to fire him? It's like, wait. Wait, where did you do that? Where are the clues? What were you trying to do? It's like, what's going on here? It just, like... And then it turns out that she was helping Winnie... With the act, it's like, wait, wait, I thought you two didn't get along. What was, what what happened here? I thought, I thought Diana, I thought Kylie and Winnie, the movie established that they, they had a cold relationship and suddenly they're working together. What? It made no sense on that front. And it honestly left more questions than answers. And it just left me more sort of confused than satisfied the ending that is and it's just it really honestly yeah it's it's very frustrating when I think about it because it's like the movie was interesting like it, it really was interesting it had an interesting premise but it's it doesn't really have a lot going for it you know it just doesn't I mean, except maybe the amazing visuals and, you know, the good acting, but there really isn't a lot to like about the movie anyway, you know, other than that, it's like, yeah, okay, I'd say it's more of an average movie, it's like, I didn't hate it, but uh, it was also pretty forgettable.
So overall, uh, Lone Wolf. I mean, if you're into sci-fi and you like, um, and you like espionage, the kind of espionage type of movies with the government spying on its people, kind of stuff. Okay, maybe you'll find enjoyment out of this movie. And if and if you like snooping at, if you feel if you like spying on random strangers, then this movie is for you. Otherwise, I feel like. It wouldn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a total waste, but it also didn't exactly leave much of an impact with me. I guess. So that concludes today's episode of Enjoy the Movie, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sorry, this was a shorter episode than usual. It's just like the movie didn't leave much of an impression on me. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, it looked good, and um. And, like, just the characters are, like, the actors are pretty good in the movie. Uh, it's just, otherwise, yeah, I thought it was, I felt it was rather empty and just kind of lacking in, uh, uh, lacking in sort of action and things like that. Like, just, I wasn't, I mean, I'm not talking about action as in violence or whatever. That movie has a lot of, like, what, what the, the amount of, for the amount of violence that exists in the movie, I think it's, the violence that does exist in the movie is pretty graphic. But it just... I didn't feel sort of satisfied with it. Like, it just... I was like, okay, it was a movie. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. And it didn't leave me sort of moved, if you will. It was nice to look at. But otherwise, it was like... It was pretty forgettable, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah, so sorry for the uh, shorter than usual episode um, this week. It's just yeah, yeah. But hopefully next time, next episode. Um, hopefully next episode we'll have we'll talk about uh, you know another movie and we'll discuss it in more detail. Hopefully, and um, yeah. So thank you for, once again for listening to this episode. If you haven't done so, please. Um, subscribe to the show and um, leave a comment or share the podcast with your friends, your family, or wherever you go online or, you know, wherever you, again, with your family and friends. And, uh, yeah, if you have any any comments, you know, any reviews or movie ideas you want me to review, send me an email. It's on uh, enjoythemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And I've it's linked in the link in the description along with the Facebook page for Enjoy the Movie, where you can stay updated on all the uh, news related to the channel. Well, the show. <laughs> anyway, um, so thanks again for listening, and uh, we I look forward to seeing you next time. enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to get in touch with us then please leave a comment or go to the links in the description we're available on apple podcasts spotify wherever you get your podcasts we're there also be sure to share the podcast with your peers and online thank you for listening enjoy the movie was hosted by tony Saad. the music and logo were created by clara Saad. enjoy the movie was created by tony Saad. copyright tony Saad 2022